welcome back to the Be A Lion podcast. I am your host, Teresa Brenneman. This is a podcast all about human design and getting into alignment and whatever bullshit else I want to talk about. (laughs) Um, Today's episode is going to be about my experience learning human design. What routes did I take? What did I experience as I have been learning it in a professional way? Um, I get a ton of DMs on Instagram about this because I'm pretty vocal about the experiences that I've had learning this system. So I wanted to come on here and just be completely transparent and share what I've learned so far about learning human design and what routes I took just in case anybody else needs this information as well. So I learned about human design about three years ago. Now it might be a little bit more than three years ago. I learned about it on a podcast and immediately felt a resonance with what the charts looked like, the name of the system, the words that were being used to describe it, all of the types. I can't even describe to you the feelings that I felt in my body when I first heard about it. And I just knew that this system was going to change my life. And I was so incredibly intrigued. My curiosity was piqued. And that's something you should know about me as well before I get into this. I have the 1156 channel of curiosity. I am a curious kitty. I like to go down all of the rabbit holes. I also have a wide open head. So that can be detrimental, of course. Um, But I learned about human design on that podcast and immediately went to work buying books, buying whatever lectures I could from this influencer that was on this podcast. Because the first time I Googled it, I was overwhelmed with the language and everything that I saw. And I felt a resonance with this person, probably because they're the same profile as me. And because they made it simple to digest. And at that time, that's what I needed was an introduction to the system that was simple to digest so that I could collect data on it and ride my wave about it and realize if it was something I wanted to invest my time and energy into. So I pretty much purchased anything I could from this influencer and considered this person a expert in this field because that was how they presented themselves. And this is partially, of course, my own discernment issues at the time. I didn't have very good discernment at the time. And I wasn't, I clearly wasn't connected to my inner authority. And I was one of those people that could be swindled pretty easily. If you, if you were a really good salesman, I was probably saying yes to what you were buying or what you were selling. So for about a year, um, and, and you know, I did buy other books. I bought Karen Curry Parker's book. I bought Shaitan Parkin's book. You know, I bought all of these spinoffs of the human design system. And I'm going to call them spinoffs because they don't use the traditional language. And at the time, I didn't realize how important the traditional language was. I just assumed human design was similar to astrology because that's really how people were selling it. And I assumed that there could be all of these different ways to interpret it and 
transmitted and there's all these different schools of thought and it wasn't that important who you learned it from or the words that you were using to describe it. It was more important to make it digestible. And that is really what this influencer emphasized as well. It's important to make this system digestible. You don't have to explain things to people. You don't even have to show them their chart. They just want to know about themselves. So you're just telling them about themselves. But what I didn't realize was there's so much depth to this system and it's a cellular transformation and it takes time to embody this information it takes time to allow it to seep into your cells it takes time to follow strategy and authority and to know what that feels like and to interact with a lot of other beings that are also following strategy and authority and to get their experience So I was naive and I made mistakes and I got really excited about this system and just started telling everybody about it. I wasn't trying to make money off of it. I was purely just had that generator, emotional, emotional generator excitement about it. And I was personal training at the time and I started telling all my clients about it. And they actually called me out. You know, I got the second line call. I had clients saying, hey, I want to sit down with you and actually go over this. Can you explain this system to me? Essentially, can you do a reading for me? Because at the time, it wasn't even in my field to do readings. I didn't start learning this system because I ultimately wanted to do readings. I started learning the system because I was obsessed with it and it was fascinating to me. So, of course, I had imposter syndrome and I was like, you can't pay me to do that. I'm not going to take your money. I don't I'm not an expert. I don't know enough about this. And that was really my stance for the first year and a half. But I would tell people what I knew and I would read to them from the books that I had. And that was pretty much it. We'd just have conversations about it. I didn't claim to be an expert. But then when the pandemic hit, I started feeling like, okay, maybe I could... You know, so many people are asking me for these explanations of their charts. Clearly, they don't want to go do the work on their own to figure it out because I would send them book recommendations and whatever. And I started doing these 30-minute audio recordings, and it was really just talking about their type and authority. Uh, At the same time, I had taken this influencer's two-day course, or I had watched the videos from it, And taking in all of that information, which was really just very surface level of very deep information. It was scratching the surface and also this person's interpretation of it, not using the true correct language. So I thought I had like a decent grasp and I would throw things in. Oh, this gate means this, this gate means that. But it was really just basic readings of type and authority and open centers and that kind of thing. And I started just feeling like, I I don't know as much as I could, and I want to know more. There's got to be more to this. And started going to Instagram to find people to learn from and take in information. You know, at this point, I had heard about all of the different ways you could learn, and I had investigated them a little bit. I knew about IHDS, um, but I didn't know that there were other teachers out there that were teaching the foundation courses. I just thought I had to go through IHDS. And for some reason, I just didn't vibe with them. I don't know if it was the website or what, but I, 
I can't, it just was a vibe. It was a feeling. It, my solar plexus was not a yes to it. So I was just like, well, shit, I guess I just keep, I have to keep finding these obscure teachers that are teaching because I really don't want to do the whole IHDS route. And at this time, I had bought a few lectures from Ra. I'd bought those at the very beginning, so I'd already listened to his generators lecture and his projectors lecture because those were the two types I was the most intrigued by. Obviously, I'm a manifesting generator, and then I had a ton of projectors in my life at that point. So I figured, well, I guess I could just keep buying these lectures, and I'll just go one at a time when I can afford them, and I'll just listen to raw. So I started doing that. I started buying raw lectures, and at the same time that I was going through this process of feeling drawn to listen to raw himself explaining things and not the translations from other people, um, I listened to Sam Zagar's podcast, and she had started bringing up the conversation of popular human design versus traditional human design or source material human design. And I started realizing why I was getting turned off by a lot of the popular accounts and why I never really felt inclined to dive in to posting these bite-sized pieces of information. And, you know, I played with that. I, I, I attempted to kind of start posting about all of the types and all the authorities and those kinds of things, and it just never felt right. It felt like a lot of labor, and it didn't feel natural, and I really just found myself wanting to talk about my process with the experiment and my stories, which makes sense now because I'm personal view. But I really liked that Sam was bringing this up and she had Brayton, who I've had on my podcast, she had Brayton on her podcast and he dove into what his experience with IHDS has been like and how these popular accounts just really don't do the system justice. It's a really great episode. You should go listen to it. Her podcast is called A New Narrative um, if you want to hear what he had to say. But it really woke me up to what I had been feeling underneath the surface. And now that Brayton and I are friends, I, I tell him all the time that he will make sense of things that I'm feeling. Like I'll get these feelings and then I don't know what it is that I'm feeling and he'll come in and give me something to respond to without even him knowing. And I think that's has to do with his rightness. And then everything will just click into place and make sense for me. So... I really, I felt kind of called out. I felt kind of embarrassed because I was afraid that I was one of these people that was spreading misinformation and leading people down the wrong path. And I didn't want to be contributing to that because I love human design because of how life-changing it can be. And even, I have to say, even with the shitty knowledge that I had of it, and I'm, I know I'm being kind of savage here, but even with the surface level information that I had about my strategy and authority and about the centers and and all of that, it, it did change my life. It really did. I didn't get the deep embodiment that I was ultimately looking for, but just getting that little bit of information was incredibly helpful. So you know, here I am like two years into knowing about the system and consume, I have consumed a lot at this point of all sorts of translations of it. And I'm hearing that, oh, the school isn't all that bad <laughs> because in the popular human design world, 
the traditional education is almost demonized. It's it's meant to seem dogmatic. Um, you hear horror stories about it. It just, I was so turned off by it because of what people said about it. So hearing another perspective really opened my mind to what was possible. So I actually reached out to Brayton and I sent him a message. I was just like, hey, this is my situation. What do you recommend I do? And he was like, well, you know, not everybody needs to take the foundation classes or needs to take professional education. Um, But, you know, if you feel inclined, I would at least take a living your design class and then see how you feel after that. So I felt like a yes to that. You know, obviously I rode my wave and then ended up signing up for a Living Your Design class. And what happened was I Googled Living Your Design and then the Human Design College came up. And then that's when I realized, oh, holy shit, there's actually certified teachers to teach this. You don't have to do it through IHDS. And that's when I found the college. So I took Living Your Design with, um, it's Human Design America. Genoa Blevins runs it. And Carla was my teacher. She's a manifesting generator. I believe she teaches most of the LYD classes at the college. She's fantastic. Really loved the class. And it was like I got bit by the bug. And the things that I loved about being in this type of education was the community aspect. I'm a fourth line. And once I started, you know, taking the class and taking in the information, it was filling in a lot of holes for me. It was information that I already knew mixed with more nuance and detail. So even if you think you know everything that's going to be discussed in Living Your Design, I would still recommend taking it. And it's a really good deal. It's like $300 for nine weeks. And you get to meet other people that are curious or already in their experiment because there was actually a lot of people in the class that had known about design for years and were like me just wanted the more nuanced formal education so I met some cool people I got to learn from everybody it's a very interactive class you get to hear a lot of stories and that's where you actually learn the most is learning from other people talk about their experiences And that's how I'm able to do readings at this point is by sharing the experiences of others as examples so that people can actually see how this system can work in your everyday life. So took that class. I was totally bit by the bug. I wanted to keep taking class and I signed up for Rave ABCs, which was the next one at IHDS because that was the only Rave ABCs class that I could find anytime soon. And I had the Human Design Collective on my radar because of Brandy, my friend Brandy, that most of you might know. We do Human Design Coffee Talk together. And she was like, oh, Rave Cartography, which is the third and final foundation class, is starting at the end of July. We could take it together. So I honestly just wanted to take ABCs so that I could jump into cartography with the Human Design Collective because I had started listening to their podcast and following them and I was really digging what they were doing. And Brandy had already taken class with them and said they were amazing teachers. So finished Rave ABCs, signed up for cartography at the end of July and cartography has blown my mind. Totally blown my mind. The level of depth that you get is insane and now I can really see why Brayton was saying that most of these influencer accounts 
just don't do the system justice. They do not go as deep as the certified professional educators. I have to say it. I might get some hate for that, but I don't care. That's been my experience. And I'm not saying this all the way across the board because I only have the experience with the particular influence influencer that I chose to learn from. Actually, two experience from two of them. I have taken Karen Curry Parker's basic classes. I did her membership for quite a while. Um, and I actually did like her information, but it just wasn't deep and she doesn't teach the variables and you know she changes the system she changes the words so there was a few bones that I had to pick with that but it, it wasn't all bad and I don't want to make it seem like it was uh, by any means but I, it just wasn't it wasn't for me it wasn't what I was looking for you know I wanted the source material I wanted to hear raw talk and I wanted to hear embodied guides talk about this information and I wanted to hear other students there's just a community and mutual respect that exists within the professional community that's really awesome so if you are thinking about learning human design I would highly recommend just taking a living or design class and see how you feel See what that feels like in your body. Um, and if you don't want to do classes, if you're more of a self-study type of person, purchase the Living Your Design manual. And even, I believe Human Design Collective has a self-paced class that you can take that has recordings. So maybe you're a self-paced class type of person. You can do it that way. Maybe community isn't your thing. Maybe you're not necessarily meant to learn from a teacher even. Maybe you're just meant to learn from Ra himself. But I have to make this very clear. When people take the human design system and they change the names of the channels and the gates and whatever else they want to change, they are changing the frequency that is getting transmitted to you. Human design is a cellular transformation and there is a frequency to the words. The words are powerful. Those specific words shouldn't be changed. And that's my quote unquote dogmatic viewpoint of it. Because I just, I know how they hit different. I know, I can feel the cellular transformation that happens in my body when these words are spoken. Even if my brain, my mind doesn't cognitively understand what that word means. For example, the channel of curiosity that I've been talking about, 1156. When I learned it from this influencer, they said, oh, 56 is a storyteller and you like talking about the facts of life according to how you see the world. And then 11 is ideas. So you're a storyteller with great ideas. Okay. Yeah. That's like part of it, but they didn't say the channel of curiosity. And when I first heard that channel was called the channel of curiosity, I started noticing how I am such an incredibly curious person and it just, it, it felt different in my body to hear it that way. And yeah, maybe those things are true, what they said, but that was barely scratching the surface about this channel. And also that each gate has six different ways that it can be expressed and so my channel of curiosity could be completely different than somebody else's channel of curiosity because there's different keynotes 
for the six different ways that each of those gates is expressed. You see what I'm saying? How much depth goes into this? So you might hear the name of a channel and maybe your mind doesn't understand it. Maybe it's a weird name, like the channel of perfected form. But even if your mind doesn't get what perfected form means, you're going to sit with that and you're going to start slowly unraveling to what that name means over time. And there's a frequency to those words that you're body recognizes and your body starts to notice oh perfected form I can feel that right so I just want to emphasize how important it is to give yourself time to allow the transmission to work allow cellular transformation to happen to thoroughly understand the system we really shouldn't be teaching about this system until we've had that And if I could go back and take my time with it, I would have. Ultimately, I think I needed to have that experience, though. I needed to fully experience what it was like to work with an influencer that maybe doesn't have the depth level of information that I would have liked and be able to compare and contrast it with the professional world and the level of clarity that happens over time the more and more you embody and decondition and live the system. I find that a lot of people are teaching, and again, I'm, I'm included in this. I was teaching the system before I was fully embodied in it because I was really excited about it and it, it just helped me feel so seen. So there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't want to sound like a hater because, you know, I made the mistakes as well. So I'm here to just prevent anybody else from making the same mistakes that I did. And also I'm a receptive mind. So I can take in information in a different way than strategic minds can take it in. And the schools are actually designed for strategic minds. So in reality, when I showed up there, it was to fill the holes that I had, the gaps that I felt I had in my education, and to gain community. And if you're a receptive mind, you might not feel as inclined to do that because you feel like you can just take in the information. So that's where I'm saying, then buy buy the Living Your Design book or buy the videos from human design collective or just go through jovian and buy the videos that you're a yes to that your body is a yes to so chances are at this point if you're listening to my podcast you're here to learn the correct information because i'm not going to sugarcoat things anymore and i'm not going to change the names of things i'm going to stay true to the source information and i'm going to send you to the people and the resources that worked for me So if you're self-studying right now and you're feeling like you're hitting a wall, you're feeling like you just can't really go any further and you're craving more, I would say it might be your time to take class then. If you're self-studying and you feel content, you just want more and more deeper information, maybe it's time to go back to Jovian and see what other lectures are there. 
Or maybe it's time to ask yourself, am I really truly embodied with this? Because at the end of the day, if you're taking in tons of human design information and you're not truly embodying it, that might just be a mind game where your mind wants more and more and more information almost to distract you from just actually living your design because living your design is pretty fucking radical. It's not a piece of cake, you know. You experience an intense shattering when you first start waking up and realizing that your whole life might be a lie because you've made all of your decisions from not self. And what I've found is that community is really great during that time. And there's lots of other tools that you can use like parts work and wild mind writing and all sorts of things along that process. But community is legit during that shattering. So I've been tossing around the idea. It came into my field to respond to of creating a membership program where I'm able to teach what I've embodied and also help you decondition with parts work and whatever tools I have collected in my receptivity along the way. So I'm writing my weave about that and just collecting data and seeing if it's the right time and what it would be. And I'm really liking the word incubator because I think that's what it would really feel like. I'm a human design coach. I'm not just doing chart analysis. I like to use this information to help you live as your true self and feel aligned in your life. And I've found that it does take other tools sometimes, depending on the person. Of course, this isn't generic across the board. It never is. But in my experience, it can take different tools and um, modalities to help you decondition along your path. And I hear it sometimes like, oh, the word healing is seven-centered or, you know, and and. I'm not saying I disagree with that. I just don't have a better word for it right now. (laughs) So getting into alignment, unpacking, undoing layers of not self, deconditioning. Um, I think a lot of people just still resonate with the word healing, which to me just means like finding your true self underneath all of the conditioning. So I will put Human Design Collective in my show notes as well as the Human Design College check those out. Um, And then you can buy all of the resources at Human Design America or Jovian Archive. And run all of this through your authority. If you're emotional, this might take you a few weeks to digest. If you are sacral or splenic, you might already be feeling something. Like right when you press play on this podcast, you may have already started feeling, oh, I might be a yes to something she's talking about in here. You know, depending on what your authority is, you really have to approach everything running through your authority. And just because this was my process and this is what worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. But just consider the source of the information that you're digesting and the information that you're taking in. And if you feel like you've hit a wall with your human design studies and you're really serious about doing this professionally, it is worth the investment in your education. If you're not serious about doing this professionally and you're just a human design enthusiast, that's great. We still need people out there spreading the word. But I've really found that there is a different level of commitment and dedication when people are doing this truly professionally and not just as like, you know, a side hustle here and there. At this point, I've just surrendered to the weirdness 
because I'm mostly individual circuitry, surrender to the weirdness that human design really is my life. And I'm okay with that because it is the by far the information that I listen to and digest the most. I pretty much always have a lecture in my ears. I'm always taking it in. I'm always reading something. I'm always relaying it back to design. Um, it's my entire life. And if you don't want it to be your entire life, that's totally fine. But maybe the professional route isn't for you. And it's just something that you love and you're enthusiastic about. And that's like just as amazing. Um, my body is just such a yes to it being my profession. And so for me, it felt like professional level education was very important. And it's interesting going through this because I have a completely open ego and I can easily get hung up on certifications and needing that. But I have found some really great mentors that are professionally trained, you know, outside of the school that are going to be offering some programs. And I'm just going to keep rolling through that and see, oh, do I want to actually go to analyst training or do I want to keep just self-studying and getting mentored and all of that? And do I really need the certification? Am I attached to being a quote unquote certified analyst? And I'm truly not. I mean, if you go to my website, I don't have any certifications listed on there. I have certifications, but I don't like to define myself by them. Um, They're just really not important to me. So So if you have an open or undefined ego, that might be something to consider too. Am I making this decision from not self? Am I wanting to go to analyst school because I don't feel worthy, but I do know my shit and I do have embodied knowledge and I have gone through a cellular transformation. You know, you don't want to be entering into this through not self either. And so I've really had to get really honest with myself about that and realize I do know my shit. Well, now I do. Um, I can always learn more, but do I know enough right now to continue coaching people with this system and how can I set myself up to keep learning and keep getting mentored and keep finding community to learn from them, etc. So I'm always happy to be a resource for you guys. If you have questions, you know, don't hesitate to email me or DM me on Instagram, Um, but I think I pretty much went over my whole process here so that I can stop repeating myself in my DMs. (laughs) But if you have other questions outside of what I mentioned in this podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks for listening to the Be A Lion podcast.